Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Well, listen, we're going to cover an awful lot of what happened last night at City Council. It was a marathon session uh, that finished at around 3 in the morning. This is one of the few times, I think, probably the only time in about the last how many years I've been working at this radio station, that uh, that Ken Mann, who covers City Hall for us, was actually still in the newsroom when I came into work at uh, 4.30 this morning because he had to finish writing the story. He'd just gotten back from here. It's just ridiculous. Uh, as to what they did and how effective that was, well, we're going to get into that. Joining us right now, though, to kind of kick off and, and set the scene for this is Deanna Allain, who is a Hamilton resident, uh, who has been very engaged, of course, in a number of City Hall policies over the last little while. Uh, she was there last night for the whole thing. Uh, Deanna, first of all, uh, thanks for joining us. It was a long night and an early morning, I guess, for you. Having me, Bill. Good to have you with us today. What? Uh, t- give me your impression of what you saw last night. I know that a lot of it was held behind closed doors, but you, you hung out there. You wanted to find out what was going on. What were your impressions? Yeah, so I, I only stayed until midnight. That was my cutoff, and then I was following online on Twitter all the way until the journalists um, that stuck it out. I know you were saying Ken was there. Um, I, I can't imagine how tired they all are today. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they're still sleeping. I think he's sleeping um, in. I hope so, anyway. Yeah, that was a, it was five hours of in-camera sessions. So um, I, uh, I think there's a lot of speculation as to whether or not they were only getting legal advisement at that time. They're not supposed to debate anything about the Red Hill Valley Parkway behind closed doors. Um, so I'm sure there's a little bit of speculation about that. Um, I know that the motion Maureen Wilson put forward about the city manager hiring uh, unfortunately failed, uh, but she gave a very moving speech um, about the the reasons why that needed to go forward. Um, and uh, it was very principled of herself and Councillor Nan and uh, Councillor Danko as well to uh, support that. Um, now, listen, but- one of the things that you've uh, tweeted about and you've been very vocal about over the last little while is transparency. Mm-hmm. Or the lack of. Mm-hmm. As I mentioned in my commentary at 810 this morning, did you not find it ironic that they were behind closed doors for five hours to talk about transparency? Yeah, it, <laughs> the irony was definitely Did you notice there. a disconnect there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, part of it as well, um, the language that they used, I don't, I don't know if you had a chance to look at the motion yet, but the language that they used in the motion itself, it sounds a lot like uh, one of those motions for a feasibility study that they put forward a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so in many ways, it was just showing that they're going to look into doing something. And it was good that they're looking into a judicial external review, and they're getting that external advisement. But but I got the so impression, though, as I read through this, I wanted to get your read on this. I got the impression that when they said, well, because they, they did not commit to a judicial review, they said they had to look at other options, yes. which which kind of sounds to me like they're kicking it down the road again. And, and I mean, the amount of money it'll cost to get an expert like that to advise them, um, I think if they're going to foot that kind of money out, there should have been some kind of an explicit statement of at least intent that that's what they wanted to do. But again, it just seems to me that they're trying to find the most difficult way to get this thing done. You know, they said they need to get some legal advice on, on how to do this. I, I had a, a lawyer on the show yesterday, Dan, I don't mm-hmm. know if you had a chance to listen to it, who yep. has, had been involved in judicial reviews in the past. He was involved in the Walkerton uh, judicial review, in fact. Uh, and he said, look, it's easy peasy. What you do is you either petition the attorney general of the province or you go through the Ontario Circuit Court and they will appoint somebody. And that, mm-hmm. that way it is totally, instead these guys know I want to report back and then we'll decide how we're going to do this and what are the parameters going to be. Uh, if if council's going to have any say at all in that, then it's not an independent investigation. No, um, but I think one of the biggest factors in this as well is if they're, if they're getting this report back and then they're going to debate it, we're in for another marathon meeting. Oh yeah, you can count on that. <laughs> so you, did they solve anything? Did they resolve anything at all for you yesterday? 
Um, I think they made quite clear um, on the city manager matter that they're not going to uh, change anything that they're doing. They're not changing any of their practices. Um, they're going forward with this plan, and they're going to hire whoever they hire through this process. And I just hope that they move to a little bit more accountability and democracy um, in letting us at least attend these public meetings. Well, uh, you've been adamant about that and persistent about that, too, and uh, I'm, I'm glad they covered the issue. I'm not so sure that you're pleased with the outcome of this whole thing, and we don't even know what the outcome of this other hearing is going to be. Uh, stay with it, and if you're going to the next meeting, uh, I guess it's in 30 days they're expecting a report back. Uh, you better bring a sleeping bag, Deanna. Yeah, I'll be there. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Deanna Elaine, of course, a very concerned Hamilton resident. You know, she's been very vocal on social media, too, about the lack of transparency. And and again, I'm, I'm not trying to be flippant here. I just find it ironic that, that five hours behind closed doors to get advice, I assume, that we could have given them in 30 seconds. Because we talked about that on the show yesterday. It's not that difficult to initiate a judicial review. Why did they dance around that issue? I'm, I don't know. I'd, I'd like to get the answer to that. But I, as, as I read through this and I talked to Ken Mann, who was there, just as I say, who was just leaving when I was coming into work today, uh, I'm not so sure that, that there's a whole lot of clarity here. Laura Babcock, president of Power Group, is going to join us right now. She's been following this story, too, and, and uh, we're going back and forth on Twitter. Laura, thanks for the time today. It's a busy day. It is, and may I just say that I look forward to hosting the red carpet special at the opening of the Westdale tonight with Graham Crawford. So well, he's going to be on the show later on. Hamilton. Yeah, that's going to be an awful exactly. lot of fun. <laughs> uh, no red carpet for city councilors last night. Uh, kind of, if I can quote Shakespeare, much ado about nothing. Actually, there's three points on this, three observations that I have, Bill, and I've been in meetings of this nature where people are trying to look at what to do about a scandal and, and public perception. Number one is you don't meet for five hours in secret if your goal is transparency. You spend that kind of time trying to figure out a survival strategy to the scandal. That's number one. Number two is that not all judicial inquiries, not all inquiries, investigations, external ones, are the same. They're not all equal. The devil is literally in the details. And if counsel decides to go with something other than a judicial investigation, we may never find out who did it. We might just get recommendations about how to change the city, and we might just find out, you know, some, some basic overview stuff about new policies that we need to put in place. People in the city want accountability. People want to know who knew, when did they know it, what did they do to be a part of this cover-up. They betrayed us, and I think last night they betrayed their fear by equivocating and by asking for more time. And my third observation is that if they had really wanted to pursue with intent a judicial investigation, they could have found out in the next two or three days from a lawyer what that looks like, had their answers, and gone forward and approved it at the next council meeting. The fact that they asked for an entire month to find out what they could find out in a couple of hours is them trying to run out the clock on the public outrage about this. It's a tactic that we've seen so many times before. We have a lot of scar tissue from this council doing this kind of kick the can down the road thing and hope we all forget but, you know, we're pretty tough. We're, we're pretty scarred. And I don't think that they're going to get away with it this time. The fact that people like Deanna, who you just had on, stayed there and, and watched it till midnight and then was there watching till 3 in the morning online, that tells me that, you know, people are really serious about transparency from this council. And the Red Hill 
might have just been the tipping point. There's a, a, a couple of things about this, and and you know, I've been there, done that. I mean, I was on council for nine years, and I, I I don't think I ever get to a meeting that was as long as the one that was last night. But but you're right. There's a concern about what goes on behind closed doors, and and, and again, as I just said to Deanna, we we had a, a lawyer on yesterday who has been involved in judicial reviews, and he says it's not a difficult process to initiate it. It it takes a phone call and an explanation. And by the way. If you want to call the Attorney General of this province, he's already aware of this because his Minister of Transportation has already ordered a, re- a release of the documents. So the, the province is already on side with this. It's not as if they say, what Red Hill thing? I don't know what you're talking about. It, it, they're making a mountain out of a, well, oh, it is a mountain already, but they're making it into a bigger mountain. And again, if this is council always wanting to have their hands on this. That's not what an independent requ- inquiry is about. They want control. The words that the mayor used at 3 in the morning about reasonable inquiry suggest that they want to somehow contain this. They want to control it. You know what? I hate to say it, but the drivers on the Red Hill for the last six years or last however many years also wanted to have reasonable control on the road. And it may just turn out that because council hid the information from us or the city hid the information from us, we'll find out hopefully who was involved. Uh, they didn't get control. They weren't allowed to. They were denied control of their vehicle on that road. So why should council get control out of an investigation? I have seen this language a thousand times before, Bill. We know what it means. It means they are stalling. They are saying, you know, if we pull the trigger on a judicial investigation, we can't control what this judge will independently find out and whose heads will roll. So what we want to do instead is try to placate the public by saying, no, 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 we, we want to do something independent. But did you notice that the mayor kept focusing on the perception of independence? He didn't talk about finding out the truth, at least not in anything that I saw. And I could be wrong there, Bill, but when you're talking about managing perception, you're talking about a public relations exercise. You're not committed to the people of this city and to finding out the truth. And I don't think any of us should fall for that. Look, there are a couple of examples, and, and I know that some people may say it's apples and oranges, but it's not really. It, it's about process. Uh, one is the Mueller investigation that's going on down in the States, and we've already seen there have been political attempts there to try to control where he can go, who he can talk to, uh, et cetera, et cetera. We saw another example of it yesterday on Parliament Hill with the the Judicial Caucus, where the Liberals said, okay, we'll do the inquiry, but you don't need to talk to them, don't talk to her, and don't talk to a Wilson Raybould either. That That's scuttling the whole purpose of this thing. So you're going to get this tidy little thing that's going to say, don't look under that rock, don't look under that rock. That's, if you want a clear investigation, if you want to discover the truth, then you have a judge do this, and you let that judge go where they need to go to get the truth, without any parameters. Precisely. So the question that we all need to be asking this morning is why? Why are they not willing, despite all of their you know, outrage and all the stuff they've been expressing, all the big crocodile tears for the last week, why are they not willing to do what we all ask them to do, which is just let's start to heal. Get a judge in there. Find out what happened. Don't put these families through anything more. Let's just find out the truth. As, as, as nasty as it might be, we can handle it. What I don't think we deserve is 30 more days of stalling and of nonsense and of crocodile tears and faux outrage. If they really, really were committed to the truth, then they would have simply done the judicial investigation. What they did instead was say, let's hope that we can kind of placate the city, give them a little bit, fool them on some technical process here, stall it out and see whether there's really an appetite for a full investigation in a month. 
Well, you know what? I don't think they're going to get away with it with Trudeau and the SNN Lavalin because I think the national media is going to be all over that tactic, just as you are this morning. You bet. Are they going to get? Are they going to get away with this here in Hamilton? It entirely depends on how much we insist that I believe firmly, Bill, that people treat you as well as you demand that they do. If we let them get away with this, then what else is being covered up at City Hall, and how much are they ever going to be truthful and transparent? Uh, Pox on all their houses from last night. I don't care how long they sat in there and fought about it. What they came out with, the outcome wasn't good enough. Look, uh, you're tearing the the Band-Aid off an old wound here, and it's about the City Hall culture. And and I know that a lot of people are concerned about this, and and councillors and city staff in, in different times have said, no, 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 there's no problem here. Well, there is. And, and you know what it is? It's a matter of that everybody's been there for so long that relationships develop. A council should have absolutely no hands-on experience at all with this investigation because they know each other. I mean, some of these staff members have been on city council or and the councillors for like 20, 25 years, some of these people. Get away from this and point somebody oh. else and get your everything council seems to want to do. They want to have their hands all over it. Well, Bill, and you've been on the inside, and I've been pretty close to it, and you and I both know this is a load of nonsense. Every single counselor for the next month should be asked one question every time they open their mouth and say that they're concerned about the families and the victims of the Red Hill and all these you know, 800 collisions and all the rest of us being lied to. The question to them all should be, yeah, well, then why didn't you vote for a judicial investigation? Why not? Why not? And if they come up with something, oh, well, you know, we didn't fully have the information, well, then how come you couldn't find that out in a sense of urgency in 48 hours and then move the vote? You've done emergency meetings before. Why not? Why not? I think that they're putting out a spin. They're hoping that it's going to work. I don't think it should. I didn't lose a family member or a friend on the Red Hill, but I certainly know that my city lied to me for the last six years, and that's betrayal, and I don't deserve that. My kids don't deserve that. None of us deserve that. So this is really going to come down to Hamiltonians. Are we really going to care, or are we going to throw up our arms and say, oh, same old, same old, it's always like this, it's corrupt, it's never going to change? I don't think we should. I think we should say judicial investigation, nothing less. And if they really want to find out, they can get that advice from a lawyer in 48 hours. They don't need a month. Well, five hours behind closed doors, I just find is, is ridiculous to come out with the oh, statement. Yeah, and a well-crafted, a well-crafted motion that, that, that really skirts around the issue. Well, that's the whole point. These guys, I said on your show last time I was there in studio that Hamilton Council has a really great gift. They can survive almost anything. Some of them have done it for decades. How do they do it? They do it by kicking things down the road, by making things seem obscure and making things seem difficult and technical. I mean, there was even a motion that I saw last night, potentially, that was going to go forward that was going to ask staff to come back with, you know, recommendations on how to proceed on an investigation of the very same staff. I mean, what kind of nonsense do they think we're going to accept? Uh, You know, it's 2019. We have matured as a city. I think there are a lot of great young leaders like Deanna who are really in tune and awake and aware. We have some new members of council. It's on all of us, for our sake and our kids' sake, to say a nothing less than a judicial investigation, a full public inquiry is what we need. Anything less than that, even if they say it's external and independent, doesn't guarantee we're ever going to find out what really happened. And we deserve the truth, nothing less. Laura Babcock, president of Power Group. As always, Laura, thanks so much for the time. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.